Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Any Harry Potter fans out there? You know, I actually love anything mystical or magical movies or TV series that involve wizards or witches, mermaids, of course, uh, mutants, things like that. And I don't really watch much TV, but I am completely obsessed with The Witcher. If you've not watched it, you need to. Um, And my favorite movies growing up were actually Star Wars and X-Men, if you could believe that. That kind of shocks people when I tell them that. But I just love all that mystical, magical stuff. But I've actually, I've never seen Harry Potter or read the books, Um, but I have a six-year-old nephew who actually lives in another state, and uh, we went back to Pennsylvania for for Thanksgiving. My grandma was turning 90, and I took him and my other nephew, my younger one, to uh, Build-A-Bear. Have you ever done that where you go and actually build a stuffed animal? You pick out which one you want, and you stuff it with the fluff and all that, and you pick out clothes for it. And uh, my nephew ends up picking out this little magic wand for his stuffed animal. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. Another person totally obsessed with magic. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this little breadcrumb and I'm going to turn it into something big. So I got him a, uh, a magic wand for himself for Christmas. And I bought him the Harry Potter series, the books. And I've actually been reading them to him over FaceTime a few times a week. And it's great because it's it's great bonding for the two of us. But honestly, and I know I'm a little 2000 and late here, but I'm like super into these Harry Potter books. <laughs> I love it. I love the, the wizardry and the witchery and all of the spells and how you can actually create something with your words. Now, in these types of movies and books, these are intentional spells, right? You're going to see where I'm going with this. But you read these spells from a spell book and you recite them. But did you know that actually on a daily basis, you are actually casting spells for your own life? Oh, Oh, you didn't know that. Okay, well, probably because you are not intentionally doing it. And if you are not intentionally doing something, then that means you are accidentally doing it. And there's two ways you get a result, either intentionally or accidentally. Which one do you want? So we've talked a lot about self-limiting beliefs before and the way you talk to yourself. And I'm not going to you know, rehash all of those details, but if you do want to learn more about that, just check out episode seven. But today, I'm really going to focus on a few specific examples of speech that you might be accidentally, also known as unconsciously, using in your daily life that the speech is keeping you from your best life ever. Yes, your words are keeping you from your best life ever. So once you identify, you know, these accidental spells that you are creating your life with, you can bring awareness to how often you're doing this and instead begin to intentionally create a spell to design the life that you want. So we're all going to just uh, encapsulate our inner Harry Potter here. So and you do this by, by changing one simple thing in your life, and that is changing your words. Are you accidentally creating spells for your own life? Yeek. Whew, let's break this down. Because it comes down to this, the power of the spoken word. 
the words you say out loud. Hmm, kind of resembles a spell, doesn't it? The words you say out loud shape your life. Because your words, they're actually formed from your thoughts. So these thoughts that are trickling around in your head, they shape your beliefs and they actually come out into the physical world as your speech. And when you create words from your thoughts and then announce those words into that physical world by saying them out loud, you actually give them power. How? Are you following me? Are you kind of like, what's going on here? Let me, let me explain this to you. The power of the spoken word, which is, you know, when you say these words out loud, you create energy behind them. You are giving these words validation because now they're not thoughts. Now they're thoughts and words. And now you are internally starting to believe these words even more because they're validated by your speech. And your brain actually looks for reasons and ways to back up what you already think in your head. And now your energy will find similar energy. That's the law of attraction. You know, law, law of attraction, like attracts like. So you are actually going to seek out and attract external validation to match your thought. Your brain actually does this. And your energy will seek out ways to make your words more valid. And you'll attract and find situations and other people who will actually confirm the thought in your head. And so if you need to run that back, rewind about 20 seconds, but your your mind actually searches for things to back up your thoughts. And saying it out loud is just adding another channel for you to do that. So when other people confirm your thought, your belief in that thought gets stronger. Yeah. And if that thought is a negative one, it begins to become very tricky to leave that thought behind because now it's validated by your speech and validated by another situation or an external person. And this is why you need to be very intentional about your speech, because if you are not intentional about your speech, then you are accidental about your speech. And if your speech plays a huge role in creating your life, then you are going to accidentally create a life for yourself. And guess what? You might not like it. What do you think you have accidentally created for your life? And the answer is simpler than you think. Look around. What does your life look like? You created that. I'm going to give you some tough love here, honey, and just say it. You created your life in this moment. If your life is unfulfilling and lacks passion, you played a part in creating that. If your life is full of financial stress, you played a part in creating that. If your life is full of self-doubt and fear, you are playing a major part in creating that. You create your life. You create your fate, right? Create your fate podcast. Now, listen, it's not all gloom and doom here. Like, oh, crap, I'm to blame for all these things going wrong in my life. No, let's leave that spell and those words. Let's check those at the door. Check that pity party right now because it's time to take responsibility for your words. Uh, Here we go with this responsibility. I know I've been on this huge 
responsibility kick and we're going to keep it going because, you know, it's time to stop fearing being responsible for our own lives. I'll say it again. I know I've said this before, but responsibility is not about blame. Nobody is blaming you for the way your life is turning out. Blame is all about the past. And unless you want to keep living in the past, lose the blame game with yourself, with anybody else. Take charge, take power over, and take responsibility for your life, for your future. Where do you want to go? The past or the future? Because you get one to focus on. Which one is it going to be? Taking responsibility means you are accepting the fact that you have the ability to change your life at any moment. Do you want that moment to be right now? Good. Then take responsibility for your words. Say it out loud. I am ready to take responsibility for my words. And there's a lot of toxic words out there that get thrown around on the daily. And what happens is these toxic words can dominate your speech. You create a speech pattern or a habit. And habits are what determine your outcome, your future. So it's imperative to know what yours are. What are your habits? In order to change a pattern or a habit, you have to become aware of it, right? Lots of our behaviors are going back to this word unconscious, which means you are likely doing them and you're not even aware of it. It's just kind of second nature to you. You don't even think about it. And this is how you accidentally create a life for yourself. Your speech is filled with toxic words and you don't even know that you're doing it. So you end up creating a toxic life for yourself. Let's not do this. The good news is that you hold the responsibility. You can change your speech pattern at any time. You have the ability to do that. So start catching yourself every time you say one of these toxic words or phrases. I'm going to list five of them right here for you. So you can start changing your narrative. You want to change your story? Change the way you're writing your story. And I'm going to list out these words. And I'm going to uh, give you alternatives to choose from and, and things that you can say instead so you can start intentionally creating the life that you do want. Sound good? Okay, so let's just hop right into it. So the first toxic phrase that you may be accidentally creating your life with that you do not want, here it is. I can't. How often do you use the word, I can't? I can't do that. I can't find a new job. I can't find a suitable partner. I cannot lose weight. The problem with this, hmm? what happens when you say things like this? One of two things. First, when you use the word can't, you can be potentially shifting the responsibility externally. How so? Let's dig deeper here. I can't find a new job. Why? Oh, because nobody is hiring. I can't find a suitable partner because there's no good people out there. I can't lose weight because I have bad genes. Here, all of your reasoning is dependent on external factors. 
And what happens is you waste so much of your time and your energy worrying about, obsessing over, or trying to control something that is outside of yourself. If the responsibility is up to something or someone else, then you are allowing them to create your life for you. Okay, so we're going to take that same scenario and we're going to describe it uh, where you might actually be shifting that responsibility, not externally, like I just mentioned, but you actually are shifting that responsibility internally, but it's based on insecurities or poor self-talk. So the responsibility is now shifted on a belief system of a past version of yourself. And I know it's kind of confusing, so I'm going to break it down here. Same scenarios. I can't find a new job. I'm not qualified. It's an internal responsibility, but it's rooted in insecurities. I can't find a suitable partner. I'm not good enough or pretty enough or rich enough to date somebody. I can't lose weight because I'm lazy. This is going to blow your mind when I actually explain this, and you are not going to be able to unsee it. But let's just take this last example here. I can't lose weight because I'm lazy. Why do you think you are lazy? Well, because every time I've said I'm going to go to the gym, I actually just end up coming home after work instead, and I just sit on my couch and watch TV for a couple hours, and I never actually get back up and feel motivated to go to the gym. Stop right there. Ask yourself this. Do you want to be this version of yourself or not? I want you to take responsibility for who you want to be and attach yourself to that, not to who you have been in the past. This is imperative. Stop saying, I can't, because you are basing that belief on things that you have done or not done in the past. Who you are. Is not who you were. Say it out loud. Who I am, it's not who I was. Boom. Who you are in this very moment is not who you were, even two seconds ago. The present version of yourself is made up of every past version of yourself. So think about it like this it's like a pancake stack, right? You have this whole pancake stack, and that's your present self. And Each little pancake is a past version of yourself stacked on a past version of yourself. And then you end up with this really tall pancake stack of previous versions of yourself and you call it me, me in the now, me in the present. I am this whole pancake stack. And what happens is we don't see the whole pancake stack. We don't see it as a whole. Something happens to you. Let's take uh, this second example, uh, getting a new job. You have uh, an interview scheduled, but you don't see the, the whole pancake stack. A certain pancake sticks out to you, and all you see is that one. You see the pancake, that past version of yourself that completely bombed your last interview two years ago. That past version of yourself, that's all you see. And you think that that is you now. So you have a memory of that situation, that pancake, that causes a feeling. 
And now you think you can't do something because you've never done it before and you still feel like you are that. Take your power back from old versions of yourself that you don't have to be anymore. Take responsibility, accepting that fact that you have the ability to change. You've been lazy in the past. Great. You don't want to be lazy anymore? Then change it. Stop identifying with a version of yourself that no longer exists or one that you no longer want to exist and start to write a new narrative for yourself, right? This is actually why having a vision of who you want to be, who you are becoming, who you see yourself, you know, big picture, it's so important to have that vision because you need to see that and you need to identify with that versus old versions of yourself. No more saying, I can't. That does not empower your future self in any way at all. And in no way, shape or form, does that back up the belief that you have the ability to change your life. So what are we going to do here? Because you know I'm all about the solutions. You are going to change your words from I can't to I choose. No getting out of this one. There is so much power in choosing things for your life, and you always have a choice. Say it out loud. I have a choice. I always have a choice. So this week, you are going to catch yourself every time you say, I can't. And you're going to notice how often you say it. You're going to notice when you say it. And then when you catch yourself saying it and you're noticing, hey, when am I saying this? You're going to notice, hey, am I saying this because I'm allowing other people to control my outcome, that external, or is it rooted in internal self-doubt? So you're going to dig a little bit and identify the root and you're going to choose again. And I know it's it's going to be a little tough at first because it's like, ugh, doesn't feel good at first because you know, let, me, let me walk you through this. Let's change the scenario. I'm choosing not to find a new job. I'm choosing not to find a suitable partner. I'm choosing not to lose weight. Ugh, that just hits different. When you say I choose, that actually forces you to take responsibility for your life. It forces you to see it from a different angle where you actually want to utilize your ability to change your outcome. No more excuses. And if this is if this is new to you, please, I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to invite you. Please start small. You're not going to change your whole life in one day. This takes a practice, a daily practice. So start small. Notice the small things that you say. I can't finish this workout class. I'm choosing not to finish this workout class. I can't voice my opinion. I'm choosing not to voice my opinion. I can't reach out to this friend. It's been way too long since we've talked. I'm choosing not to reach out to this friend. Your mind tricks you into thinking you can't do something because it tries so hard to release responsibility for your outcome in order to keep you safe. Your subconscious mind does not like risk, no matter how big or, or small. Reaching out to a friend who you maybe had a fight with a couple months ago or getting a new job. Right? It, no matter how big or small, it does not like risk. So it plays tricks on you. 
it tricks you into thinking that you are still this past version of yourself because that's the one that it knows. Your subconscious mind does not like the fact that you might change or grow or be different. So it does everything it can to grasp onto the familiar and safe. So I want you to keep that in mind. And I'm going to run through the rest of these toxic phrases. And all of these words actually stem from your mind trying to trick you into staying the same. And once you kind of figure that out and you notice this pattern, you're like, oh, oh, it's doing it again. So toxic phrase number two that is keeping you from your best life ever. I'm trying. Going back to that power of the spoken word, what kind of energy does I'm trying actually send out to the universe? And I'm going to go back to my love of Star Wars. Uh, you know, I was Princess Leia in fifth grade for Halloween, but Yoda says, do or do not do. There is no try. There's no trying. Trying does not exist. If you say that you are trying to do something that tells the universe that you are not all in and that you believe that there's this potential chance that you can fail. You want others to believe in you? You want the universe to believe in you? Well, it doesn't really sound like you believe in yourself. So take these two phrases and notice the difference in power between them. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm losing weight. Notice the difference between the two? Guess what? If your subconscious mind is trying to trick you into staying safe and small, what are you going to do? You're going to trick it back. And that is a key in manifesting. I'm trying to lose weight turns into I'm losing weight. Even if you have not lost one damn pound yet, I'm losing weight. It's a mentality. That phrase alone shows you that you believe in yourself. It shows a vast difference in the level of commitment that you are willing to give it versus, oh, well, I'm trying to lose weight. Well, you know, I, I kind of feel like a fraud, Meg, if I say that. If I, if I say I'm losing weight and I actually haven't lost anything yet, I know this is new and it might be really different for the way you're usually thinking, but is the way you usually think, is that working for you? Be open to thinking differently, to seeing things differently. And I want you to see it like this. Imagine that your internal dialogue that you say, what things that you say in your head, that's your hype man. You're losing weight. You go, Glenn Coco. You're losing weight. I'm losing weight. What feeling emits when you say that? Excitement, right? Versus I'm trying to lose weight. Which, which phrase is more exciting? I'm losing weight. I'm trying to lose weight. Excitement is what you want because the law of attraction is all about a feeling. A positive feeling around what you desire must emit in order to attract similar energy to get the result that you want. What is going to give off a more powerful feeling of excitement? I'm trying to lose weight. I'm losing weight. By saying the words, I'm losing weight, you are announcing to the universe that you are doing it. I'm committed. And as you begin to imagine yourself actually doing it, you begin to identify with that version of yourself who is already successful at what you're doing and what you want to do. You'll begin to think like that person and feel more like that person. And the more you feel like that person, you'll likely make choices and create new habits like that person. Right? I am a person who is losing weight. I am not going to eat half of a sleeve of Thin Mints at 9 p.m. 
all of a sudden, your spell begins to work and you create the life that you desire. You want to attract a version of yourself that has lost weight? Good. Become that person now. Sure, the physical side might take a little bit of time, but you can begin mentally by thinking that you are already that person who is losing weight. You can begin to become that person emotionally by feeling as though you have successfully lost weight. What would that feel like? Embody that feeling so you can attract more of that feelings and start to see some physical results. I know it sounds crazy, but I've actually done this before and I'm telling you it works and it's very different from the usual way you go about trying to get a result. So if what you have been trying to do is not working, then maybe you should change your mind and do something else versus trying, you know? <laughs> okay, so toxic word, this is just a word. Number three, the word never. I'm sorry, but uh, are you some kind of psychic now? And if you are, that's cool because uh, I, I like that stuff. But are you, do you know that something for sure is never going to happen? I'll never be wealthy. I'll never get that job that I want. I'll never find anybody to marry. Again, this is you thinking like your past self. And hey, if you want to continue to be your past self and your past self only, cool. Don't change a damn thing. But I'm pretty sure that if you are listening to a life coaching podcast, you're kind of looking for something to change in your life. You have no idea what your future self is going to find in the future. Why? Because you haven't been there yet. You know everything that's going to happen in the future? No. Then how could you know that something will never happen? That's you choosing to live your life based on your capability. Your capability is determined off of your past self. Which, you know, that kind of sounds like you don't really want to be that anymore. So don't live your life based on capability. Live your life based on possibility. What's possible in your life? How far do you let yourself dream before your past self sets a limit on your imagination just because you have no idea how to handle future potentials? Another mind trick. Your mind, when you imagine the future, actually projects the present version of yourself into that future vision. I'm going to walk you through this. So your present self, which, like we said, is just that pancake stack of past versions of yourself. That present self is projected into the future and your mind freaks out. And rightfully so. Why? Because that version of yourself doesn't belong in that vision. Your past version, that stack of past versions of yourself, does not belong in your future vision. You have to allow yourself to grow. Don't you think that you might change even just a little bit from now to this future vision that you have of yourself? And if you do, then how could you say something will never happen if you don't actually know what future you looks like. You don't know what the future looks like. You got to leave the past in the past and allow yourself to fully begin to imagine the future. 
we're actually not even going to replace the word never. We're actually just going to completely eliminate it from our speech. So boom, bottom line. So toxic phrase number four, I don't know. And this is a total cop out. And I am 1000% not saying that you do need to know all of the answers. That's not, that's not what this is about. What I'm saying is that I want you to notice how often you say, I don't know, and when you say it. Are you saying, I don't know, because you want to dismiss your feelings? Are you saying, I don't know, because you don't want to sit with a hard truth or problem? Are you saying, I don't know, because you are doubting yourself? Toxic, toxic, toxic. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, I'm going to say that likely you do, but you're just not ready to admit to yourself or sort through your feelings. What happens if you push feelings down and don't face them? I'll give you a hint. They don't go away. I don't know the solution. Well, how long did you sit with the question? Instead of saying, I don't know, challenge this thought. Do this instead. I don't know, turns into, okay, well, I'm going to sit with this. I'm not going to run away from a hard problem or a hard truth. Well, if I did know, what would I think? What would I do if I did know? And this is actually going to create some type of forward motion, no matter how small it might be, because this eliminates the excuse that you are giving yourself that allows you to dismiss finding a solution. If I did know, what would I do? And let's talk about the I don't know that is based in self-doubt. You state something, but then immediately get kicked with a wave of lack of confidence and you, you follow through with, oh, uh, I don't know. I think I'm ready to date someone again, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I, I think I'll get the job, but I, I don't know who else is competing for it. I don't know if I'll get it. What does this do? This sends confusing messages to the universe. You are literally casting two different spells at the same time. And that sounds dangerous. And guess what? It is. It's confusing as hell. Why do we do this? It's a form of self-protection. It's a defense mechanism. We don't want to get our hopes up or expose any type of excitement that could potentially get smushed if it doesn't pan out the way that we want to and get the result that we want. We cover up vulnerability with, oh, well, it's okay if it doesn't happen. I don't, I don't know, type of attitude. You want to create the life that you want? You got to be all in. All in. No more I don't know. This is another one that we are just going to eliminate or you're going to replace it with, well, if I did know, what would I do? And the last toxic phrase, number five, I need I need to lose weight. I need sleep. I need a new job. Honestly, I, I think this is the most toxic one, especially from a, a law of attraction standpoint, because need is derived from lack, period. Need focuses on what you do not have. Energy flows where your attention goes, the law of attraction. So if you focus on what you do not have, what do you get more of? I need to lose these five pounds. All you're thinking about are the five pounds that you don't want. I need a nap. 
all you're doing is thinking about the sleep that you didn't get. I need a new job. I don't have a new job, and now I'm focused on what I don't have, and it's making me even unhappier with what I do have. Energy flows where your attention goes. So what do you do here? You again challenge the thought, and you fight lack with abundance and gratitude. I need to lose these five pounds turns into, I am thankful for my strong body. I am so grateful for all of the chances that I've had to go to the gym this week. I am grateful for the friends that I have that support me in my weight loss journey. I need sleep turns into, I am abundant in time and energy. And even if you if you don't uh, feel that quite yet, kind of going back to what we were saying before, embody it before you feel it. And I'm telling you, you will start to find that energy. You will start to find that time. You say, I'm grateful for Nespresso. I love the 20 minutes that I have decided to uh, take a nap. I need a new job. Turns into... I am grateful for the experience that my current job is adding to my resume. I have plenty of opportunities and outlets to seek new employment. And I I know it does sound kind of strange at first, but I promise you it does change the way that you think. And if you change the way that you think, you are going to change the way that you speak, right? So it's going to change this lack mindset to a mindset of abundance and you'll be able to attract abundance into your life. Abundance of workout opportunities, abundance of sleep, abundance of networking connections. Don't believe me yet? Try it for 30 days and see what happens. That's your challenge. 30 days of creating new spells. So, Five toxic phrases that we are leaving behind so we can create the life that we want. I can't. I'm trying. The word never. I don't know. And I need. Everything you think, everything you say to yourself and out loud into the physical world, these are the spells that you are casting for yourself. These are the words that are creating the life that you are going to live. So you got to be super careful with them. What do you think would happen if you eliminated these five phrases and changed the way you speak about yourself and the way you speak to yourself? You are literally the Harry Potter of your life right now, right? And and just like any other wizard or witch in a fantasy book or a movie, you know, whenever they start a witch school or wizard school on day one, they're not great at it at first. It takes time and it takes practice. Right? But keep pushing, keep, keep, keep doing it, keep committing yourself to removing these five toxic phrases from your life. And I promise you, in the end, it will be worth it and you will create the life that you want. I believe that you can create your life and I believe that you can create your fate. To connect with more thoughts and inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at letscreateyourfate.com. And if you love this episode, please send it to a friend who might benefit from it as well. Subscribe, write a review. That would help so, so very much for us to grow. And that's all I got for you today. But if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect good things. Always. And they will happen. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll talk to you all soon.